1: what Pittsburgh is talking about. If you like crowds, crowdsourcing, or hanging out in the sun, golly, is this the weekend for you. It's March 10th, the Friday News Roundup. I'm Megan Harris, and this is CityCast Pittsburgh. I'm with CityCast Francesca DeBecco and Elizabeth Kama. Happy holidays, fam. Is it weird to say that? I feel like we've entered that point in spring where there's like something to celebrate every week.
2: I wish there were more days off to celebrate those days.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Um,
0: totally. (laughs) You don't love being
1: at work five days a week?
0: No, I do. I do. I do love it. It's great. (laughs) You should see her eyes right
1: now. (laughs) Uh, Well, let's start with the elephant in the room. Uh, This weekend is Pittsburgh's commemoration of St. Patrick's Day. I know nothing about St. Patrick's Day in
2: Pittsburgh. I'm a quarter Irish and fully ignorant. Um, (laughs) uh, Who can inform me? What should I be doing to make my ancestors proud?
1: Uh, Well, I guess that depends. Did your ancestors like slamming green beer at nine in the morning with strangers? Because that's what being Irish in Pittsburgh this weekend usually means. (laughs) No clue. My 97-year-old grandma
0: is 100% Scotch-Irish, and I don't think they had green beer back in
1: her day. I think she's a uh, corned beef kind of lady. I like that. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, the actual holiday is next Friday, the 17th. That never changes. But the city's annual parade is tomorrow. So folks are meeting downtown in the morning and they'll march across Grant Street and then down Boulevard of the Allies, same if you've been to a Penn's parade in the past. Oh, gosh. I bet you have to get down there early. (laughs) It does help, yes. Um, I haven't been post-pandemic, but the move used to be to park across one of the rivers and then take the T to the First Avenue station. That puts you right in the cross street and you can kind of go either way. Um, And if you time your trip to arrive at about 1030, then you get there just in time to see the first floats without having to stand around in the cold with everybody else. (laughs) Is it usually super crowded? always yeah (laughs) I feel like that's a given um shoulder to shoulder Yeah. Well, some. It depends. And that's why I kind of like that corner, Mm. because you can back off and kind of get some space. Also, Boulevard of the Allies is closed right there. So you'll usually see people that are a little bit more daring climb up and like get kind of a bird's eye view on stuff. Wow! Yeah. And a bunch of people always um, like camp out and do like the parking garages and stuff, too. Um, Actually, I get I guarantee you if you spin through downtown tonight, you'll see a few folks camped out um, in the parking lots like right along Grant and Boulevard just to get their tailgate on.
0: I've never been. Like I said, my grandma's fully Irish, so I definitely am a part. I bet she's been. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I don't know if that's her scene, but she celebrated in her own way. Yeah, Yeah. Um, But, you know, I've never been, not really my crowd, but I remember seeing that
1: our, like, celebration is one of the biggest. They say that, but (laughs) best I can tell that number is based on participants maybe and not the number of people who come out to watch ah. because like we don't make any top 10 lists
2: wait how many people are marching
1: this year organizers say it's 22,000 which i think is pretty normal for us yeah wait,
0: that's not the biggest that's that's a lot
1: yeah, we claim to be the third largest, but way more people come out to watch New York's and Chicago's, Chicago's where they dye the rivers green, mm. um, even Boston, Savannah, Philadelphia, um, like millions in New York City and shy compared to like two, three hundred thousand here in Pittsburgh. You don't have to dye them on green. <laughs> I don't want it's already like weird. It's not worse. Gross. Yeah. um, So maybe our parade, like the distance traveled during it and those number of marchers are comparably sized, but those others feel way bigger. I'm looking it up now. We're not even on the list. Yeah, I can't find us on any of them, like at least not the ones online. Um, But I love that we're still hanging on to that third largest thing. Um, (laughs) Although, Francesca, you would love this. Fun fact, we are one of the oldest. Ah, Um, Yes, It dates back to the mid 1800s. New York's was uh, like mid 18th century, 1700s, and there was another one. Um, ours took a long hiatus at the beginning of the 20th century. I think it was like 1903, 1905, something like that, until the 50s. So oh, wow. a huge chunk of time we didn't do it. I wonder why. the um, Prohibition? No, it no. was way before that.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, wait. Oh, I'm sorry. Math is not... <laughs> I wasn't thinking before I said it.
1: Yeah. Um, we'll link in our show notes to uh, the history as the parade tells it. Um, they don't actually go into detail on it, so it'd be fun to find out. Um, but yeah, we brought it back during um, Mayor David L. Lawrence's administration in the 50s, and it's just been getting a little bit bigger ever since.
2: Wait, but like, <laughs> what about if the parade's not your thing? You know, like COVID is still a concern for a lot of people and being around that many people might be, you know,
1: scary. I don't know how you celebrate St. Patrick's Day in this city if you want to avoid other humans. Like there, (laughs) certainly you can can do it at your house, you know, you can have like just a few friends over, wear some green there. Um, There's always a big bacchanalia stumbling around the South Side and the North Shore. But, you know, I don't know. I think it would be tough to do that in any public space right now if you're trying to avoid the sneezes and other, other sloshing, other, green things? other sloshing things in your general direction. <laughs> no,
2: very fair. Is it bad, though? Like, are people like that drunk? I have never been.
1: Uh I mean, yeah. Yeah, kind of. Like, I mean, have y'all been to any of the like, you know, major holidays, like bars on like South Side, North Shore, Strip District, anything like that?
2: No, I'm a baby. <laughs> Not really.
1: <laughs> Well, if you like drunk people or drunk people watching, finding a patio over there uh, can be a good time.
2: Yeah. I feel like my very Catholic Irish grandmother uh, would not approve of me going to the drunk tank to celebrate my Irish heritage, <laughs> but that's, you know, just, just my guess. Well, if
1: we want to end it on a high note, um, I do think for what it's worth that this is a good sign overall. Um you know I've been in the city about 10 years and used to people really only kind of like stumbled over to the south side or like a smattering of Irish bars and outlying neighborhoods Um, like you know shout out to a few in Carnegie um, Harp and Fiddle in the Strip Kelly's Corner and Lawrenceville even Huff's over in Greenfield and all of those are still great but the North Shore is its own destination now and so is the Strip District Um, a friend of mine said that they're staffing literally every employee at the brewery she works at (laughs) um, just because they expect a crowd Um, so I don't I think it's kind of cool to see our city opening up in that way, even if it's for booze.
0: So, I want to talk about a non traditional holiday. If you want to call it a holiday, 311 Day. (laughs) This Saturday is March 11th, so 311, and Pittsburgh is participating in a first of its kind national day advocating for residents to report road safety issues. So, non emergency things to the 311
1: line. Yeah, the city's helpline. Um, I think it's really cool. This was started by Dashcam for your bike founder Armin Sammy, who we've had on the show. He created an app that allows cyclists and others to mount their really easily and capture uh, footage and traffic and things like that. So if they have a poor interaction with a vehicle or a pedestrian or something that's going wrong, they can capture and then easily report it into the city. I think it's super neat. Um, We'll put uh, the conversation that we had with him in our show notes.
0: Yeah, that was a great episode. Um, So this day is a day to bring awareness to the obstacles for pedestrians, bicyclists, wheelchair users, and stroller pushers. <laughs> it was actually launched after Dash Cam for Your Bike had some great success this past winter in getting the city to fund 10 blocks of bike lanes on Penn Avenue. Um, so it's sort of like a celebration of that, but also, you know, getting people to you know, be more involved.
1: I love the citizen advocacy there.
2: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I mean, I've never actually reported anything to 311 before. How does that even work? Like, what should I be reporting? How should I be reporting?
0: Yeah, 311 is for things like traffic issues, potholes, dangerous sidewalk grades. Overgrown weeds, illegal <laughs> parking, you name it. Basically anything that's a nuisance and a safety issue, but not an immediate emergency.
1: I think the only thing I've ever used it for was to get some trees trimmed on the south side because they were like in the sidewalk and you couldn't walk anymore. So important. It took almost a year for it to get,
0: <laughs> done. It to get done. Yeah. Um, that's I, a part I, of the
1: problem. Yeah. So we should have 311 on speed dial, all of us got yeah, it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and there are a couple of ways to report to 311. You can simply call. 311 uh, they're answered by a live operator from 8 a.m to 6 p.m monday through friday and if you're outside of pittsburgh you can call a different number which is 412-255-2621 or you can fill out a request on the city's website that's pittsburghpa.gov 311 and in my opinion the handiest option is the Myburg app
1: I've only ever used the online forum because I try to avoid talking to people when I don't have to, <laughs> but I'm looking up this app now because I had never heard of that. Yeah, it's super simple to
0: use and a good way to report issues 24-7. All you have to do is select service request, add your location, and upload a picture of the pothole, curb cut, electrical pull, whatever <laughs> it is you're reporting.
1: Uh, it only has two
0: stars. <laughs> I mean, oh
2: I, I guess with two stars, I don't I understand why not everyone in Pittsburgh has this app, but I feel like every time someone merges onto Highland Park Bridge from the Washington Boulevard exit and hits those potholes, three one one reports should be going out. They should be flying. I like I want data <laughs> yeah. on how many people hate that pothole. <laughs>
0: Well, you know, that's kind of what the day is all about. Sometimes the biggest improvements can come from small requests. And we have the power to make our city more safe and accessible for everyone. Granted, like we said earlier, we can't control how and when they address the issue, but we can feel better knowing that we reported it. I will get that pothole fixed myself,
2: so help me God. And that is a threat.
0: <laughs> that is a threat to the city of Pittsburgh. Elizabeth is
1: just gonna casually become a municipal employee. <laughs> Why not? You Undercover know? for a day. <laughs> if it gets done you'd be you might get a key to the city. Yeah, maybe. <laughs>
0: So, if you want to get more involved, three advocacy groups are hosting reporting blitzes tomorrow on walks and bike rides designed to teach people how to use 311. Bike Pittsburgh is hosting one of those. Um, it goes from downtown to the Strip District. And then there are two others one in Squirrel Hill and one in Point Breeze. You can walk, run, bike ride roll scoot blade <laughs> wow. it's, it's, it's a choose your own adventure kind of day and we'll put those links in the show notes so
1: you can uh, get out there and um, bonus points if you march in the parade while free one wanting <laughs> oh my goodness
0: that is incredible yeah Pl- someone please do that
1: Do you like to dance?
2: It is the worst time of year again.
1: Just coming in hot. (laughs) (laughs) And what time would that be, Elizabeth? It is
2: the time when the time gremlins steal an hour of my precious, precious
1: sleep for daylight saving time. You know, we feel very differently about this. (laughs) I am delighted. Goodbye, darkness. Hello, sunshine. Hello,
2: darkness, my old
1: friend. Nope, absolutely not. (laughs) Hard pass. Um,
2: Well, daylight saving time is this weekend, technically Sunday morning, and in a protest against this, I will be sleeping
0: in. Fair enough. Uh, you guys know that it was actually started by a Pittsburgher? It was. Somebody somebody from here did that yeah, to me. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like a future episode. So what can you tell us without giving too much away? Yeah. I, I am so shocked. What? <laughs> yep. It was actually at the Allegheny Observatory. That was like the place uh, apparently where it started. Um, In the north side. I got it. Our hometown. <laughs> yeah. Um, so our, da- our listeners should definitely... Definitely, like, keep listening if they want to get that full story eventually. But the practice was put into law in 1918 by President Wilson, and it was to increase productivity during World War One. Boo. <laughs> right? <laughs> Capitalism really popping off. <laughs> it was repealed after the war was over and reinstated during World War Two, and then repealed again and then finally signed into law in
1: 1966. I had no idea it had this kind of roller coaster history <laughs> our poor ancestors. I know,
0: right? They're just like
2: rolling with the clock. Yeah, and the roller coaster is continuing. Plenty of people are trying to repeal it now or like be- make daylight saving permanent. I guess it's always been controversial and to be frank, I am team get rid of it. A 2020 study conducted at the Mayo Clinic found that medical professionals make an 18% more mistakes or as they call it, adverse medical events. <laughs> But I think if
1: it's like, if it's constant, if we always have the sunshine, then everybody just gets used to it. And darkness is awful. I remain team sunshine. Um, and I know I'm not alone either. The Pennsylvania legislature hates it too. The whole legislature?
2: <laughs> okay, the, whole, the whole thing. The maybe. whole legislature? Really,
1: Megan? <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay, fine. I think the last time it came up was 2021. And like, they had bigger things to think about at the time. <laughs> True. Um, but the state house passed a bill then, um, and it was sort of close it was 103 to 98, that would have done away with the practice altogether, a.k.a. making daylight savings permanent, a.k.a. more sunshine all year long. Yes, please. Boo. I hate that. I'm falling back. Please give me that hour. I need her. Negative ghostwriter. <laughs> 18 states have taken up this cause so far. Um, and I really hope PA gets their ish together and finishes what they started.
0: Yeah. I mean, clearly you guys are very opinionated. If you guys listening have thoughts, send them our way. Our number is 412-212-8893. And you can send us an email at Pittsburgh at CityCast.fm or shoot us a DM on Instagram and Twitter. We're at CityCastPGH.
1: That's all for today here on CityCast Pittsburgh. Our team this week includes Mallory Falk, Elizabeth Kama, Noah Snyderman, Natalie Rivera, Francesca DeBeco, and me, Megan Harris. Our music is by Benji. We'll be back Monday with more news from around the city. We'll talk to y'all soon. Please, please come defend me. I feel
0: attacked.